0: A kid-friendly toy dances and raps about the joys of cocaine. Cat owners will face fines as Australia introduces a 24-hour cat curfew. And exorcisms are on the rise in the U.S. And the demons are now haunting victims by text message. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Yeah, I hope you had a nice holiday weekend. Let's get into it. A horrified mother finds a dancing cactus toy that swears and raps about cocaine. A Polish mother was left dumbfounded after finding a singing and dancing cactus toy rapping and swearing about cocaine in Polish. The woman who lives in the, in Taiwan had been with her baby in a supermarket when she came across this green toddler-friendly cactus toy in the children's section. Okay, you guys ready? We got a Polish mother who's in Taiwan. She comes across this dancing, singing cactus. It's described as cute and fun. I'm looking at a photo of it. It looks very cute, very fun. It's described as the best birthday gift for kids. The manufacturers say it's toddler-friendly. This cactus will stimulate children's creativity. Yeah. And it'll dance for a few hours, bringing your child a happy time in a lifetime. That's what it says. Quote, Bring your child a happy time in a lifetime. I wish I could have a happy time in a lifetime. Maybe this dancing cactus will bring me a happy time in a lifetime. Singing about cocaine. What if I did cocaine with the cactus while well, it's singing? That might bring me a happy time in a lifetime. Okay, let's get back to the story about our Polish lady who's dumbfounded. And I'm sure she's very offended. And she's going to have this toy removed from existence. That's what they do these days. Okay, the woman's name is Mrs. Ellie. She she turned on the cactus in the store just to see what it did. She's like, what is this, a dancing cactus? Maybe my child will like this. Maybe this will give my child a happy time in a lifetime. She was instantly horrified to see the 32-centimeter tall cactus begin gyrating to a song called Where is the White Eel? This song is a rap song by the Polish rapper Cypis. Not to be confused with the rapper... Uh, with the band Cypress Hill. Chill. I bust that grill and load up my gat and show you my skill. Here are some of the lyrics in this rap song, Where is the White Eel? The only thing in my head is five grams of cocaine. Fly away alone. The only thing in my head is five grams of cocaine. Fly away home. First of all, five grams of cocaine in your head is a lot of cocaine. You're definitely going to be flying after that. Sadly, alone. So... This lady, this Polish lady, contacted the local Taiwanese media. She was stunned. Here's a quote from her. Cocaine and attempt suicide repeat over and over again. It is really shocking. Totally unsuitable for children. That's right. Singing, dancing about cocaine. This dancing cactus, inappropriate. I agree with you, lady. You're the only one who knows, though. The world didn't know until you told us. There's, a, there's some happy kids in Taiwan dancing to this little cactus, singing along in, a, in Polish, just trying to imitate it. Singing about cocaine in their brain. Nobody knew. Everyone was having a good time. A happy time in their happy life. And now you're going to ruin it. You're going to ruin everybody's time because you have to let us all know. <laughs> I think this is one of the most hilarious toys in existence. I really want to buy one. Or if someone could mail me one, I'll give you my address. Before they take them off the shelves and off of Amazon, I assume. They're going to be taken away, obviously. But before that, I would just love one of these. Other parents have slammed this toy online after finding it sold in places like Amazon. Yeah, of course. One woman in Spain said, It's a basic toy, it's okay, but it's scary that songs intended for kids are about cocaine. It's actually very crazy. I agree with you. It's kind of scary that songs for kids are about cocaine. But the kids didn't know was about the cocaine the cactus was well although it, the cactus could have been eventually bought in Poland and I suppose everyone would know thus far it's just kind of been a hit in Taiwan somebody from Germany commented this is not a song for children I gave it to a the colleague to translate this and we realized that the song is about the drugs and violence this is a Polish song by the way <laughs> about drugs ends of violence. Uh, meanwhile, someone else posted on the website of the toy company when saying, this is like the equivalent of finding an offensive t-shirt in English in another country and the seller doesn't know what it means to them. That actually happens all the time in various languages. Right? Which is why before you get a tattoo or buy a shirt in another language, you should you, you need to Google that shit. You need to Google Translate. Whip out the Google Translator. Now the rapper, Cypress has a management company because Cypus obviously is making the big bucks. Cypus uh, has had some success, not just being the the theme song to a dancing cactus in Taiwan. Cypus has done some shit. They're taking legal steps against the manufacturer for unlawful use of his cocaine song. By the way, he looks like a child. What are you, 12 years old, Cypus? Wrapping about five grams of cocaine in your brain? Now, the toy manufacturer was contacted, but they didn't comment on the story you should actually dig deeper in this toy manufacturer's arsenal of toys and find out what other dancing, swearing (laughs) toys they have for children. We we discovered a gyrating panda that sings, I like big butts and I cannot lie. There was also a worm that was wiggling to a song in Swahili entitled Tickle Me Bum, Tickle Me Bum, Um, that wasn't funny at all I'm just trying to work with it oh here's a video of the of the toy in action i'm gonna play the song for you too let's let's get into it guys this could be hilarious if, if you're polish by the way just ear muffs for the kids here because this is a song about cocaine apparently can't play too much of it for copyright infringement, but I think you get the gist. If you could just see this dancing cactus, though, it's quite lovely. I mean, I would love this if I was a child. Um, I really would. This is just fabulous. There's going to be a cat curfew in Australia. 24-hour cat curfew. These cats are out of control, apparently. Got to get them wrangled. It's known that felines love to roam, it says. Yeah, we all know that. They love to roam. From the start of October, they're going to be subject to a 24-hour cat curfew in the Australian city of Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. Going to have a cat curfew in Melbourne. It was introduced by the city council because they're very concerned about the cats roaming around. What the hell were the cats doing in Melbourne that made the council create this curfew? I want to know. Were they stealing everybody's sandwiches? Smoking everybody's ganj? The new cat rule will will require cat owners to keep their felines on their property at all times. That's difficult because your cats are wily, man. They're sneaky. They sneak out. They do what they want a lot of times. What, are you going to keep it on a leash tied to a fence like a dog? I don't think so. The mayor, Lisa Cooper, she's very anti-cat. Here's her quote. When allowed to roam, cats are at a much higher risk of illness an injury keeping cats within their owner's property also protects the wildlife, prevents them from causing a nuisance for the neighbors and a nuisance for the neighbors' pets. What kind of nuisance does, do cats cause for the neighbors? And I, w- I want to know, Mayor Lisa Cooper, what's going on over there? Wandering cats are going to be picked up and fines will be issued. Lisa Cooper wants you to know fines will be issued. How are you going to find out whose cat it is, Mayor Lisa? The rule was introduced not just out of the blue. They had a trial period last year which required cats to be confined overnight. The new rule will go into full force October 1st. Some residents are not pleased. They've taken issue with the new rule, obviously. They got an online petition. They want this rule to be reviewed. They claim the city needs to be more considerate of the well-being and the basic rights of older cats. These are basic freedoms. If you put on a curfew, you're going to be removing the basic freedoms to which the creatures have been accustomed their entire life, these older cats. What about the young cats? They have basic freedoms too. Instead, they've called on the council to make a change to the curfew. They want, to, they want the council to consider imposing restrictions on kittens that are still young enough to be conditioned, but allow the older cats that are alive today to continue to live their lives like they always have without a curfew. I'm trying to find a middle ground here. So you can tie the kittens up, tie them to the bed, but you, you know, the older cats, they want them to be able to freely roam the city. In case you didn't know, domestic cats are considered one of the most invasive species worldwide, according to a research paper coming out of Australia. In Australia, feral cats eat about 2 billion reptiles, birds, frogs, and mammals each year. They've also contributed to most of Australia's 34 mammal extinctions, but cats, 34 mammal extinctions, cats are (laughs) creating the extinctions. I highly doubt it's the cats, (laughs) right? Supposed to believe that cats are just eating and killing everything. You're out of your mind, Australia.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
0: Exorcisms are on the rise as demons now haunt their victims by text, according to a priest. As Monsignor Stephen Rossetti watched the man in front of him, he saw his blue eyes turn yellow and the pupils shrink down to mere dots. They looked, he claimed, precisely like the eyes of a snake. But Stephen knew what it really was. The man's altered appearance convinced him that the man was possessed by a demon. Another time, a man's entire eyes turned jet black, he recalled. Battling demonic forces is a regular duty, for Monsignor Rossetti, a Catholic priest who worked in two parishes in the Diocese of Syracuse for five years. Now he's in Washington, D.C. He and his team perform up to 20 exorcisms each week, liberating people, liberating homes from what he calls demons and satanic evil. And the 70-year-old told the media that exorcisms have grown exponentially in the past decade or so. The United States in particular is racked by discord and moral crisis And therefore, really is demonically oppressed. Here's a quote from Stephen. I think this is going to get much worse before it gets much better. Yes. Much, much worse. The demons, yes. Demonically oppressed. That's what we are. It's just going to get much worse. More demons. Demons everywhere. So don't be surprised if the person sitting next to you's eyes turn black. Little pupils. Very, very scary. You should call my company. We'll come by. We'll free you. We'll save you. We'll take care of your house. A licensed psychologist and research associate professor at the Catholic University of America, Stephen Rossetti tells of his 13 years of evil experiences. In a new book, Diary of an American Exorcist, Demons, Possessions, and the Modern Day Battle Against Ancient Evil. In the book, Rossetti alleges he's seen demons at work, man. This guy's been messing with demons for years, over a decade. He's seen doors banging, TVs turning on and off spontaneously. Dogs howling uncontrollably. Victims communicating in ancient languages that they have never learned before. Even victims spewing out objects like nuts and bolts and screws. Uh, There are stunning things that happen that are not humanly possible, and I have seen them, Stephen claims in his book. Stephen is also the president and founder of the St. Michael Center for Spiritual Renewal a non-profit organization that oversees exorcism sessions in the D.C. area. Said he has not yet witnessed any victims levitate or spin their head like in the movies, The Exorcist or The Conjuring, but he firmly believes he has regularly witnessed diabolical evil. Ooh, yes, Stephen. Very busy fighting diabolical evil. This guy's a hero. He recalls one exorcism. Uh, writing about the demons manifesting themselves as he began to pray. They were wagging the possessed woman's finger at me, shaking her head at me, he recalled. I had been commanding the demons to leave, and the response was pretty clear. No, they told me, but I didn't give up. I moved closer, made direct eye contact with that woman. I held the crucifix six inches from her face, and I cried out, Eche crucem domino, fugite partes adversae. Translated as, Behold the cross of the Lord. Take flight, you hostile powers. A.K.A. Get the hell out of this lady's face. He sprinkled the woman with holy water. Her body began to spasm. In an exorcism, the demons are engulfed in a holy torture that we believe is worse than the fires of hell. They were writhing in pain. Sometimes the demons cause him physical anguish as well. Rossetti recalls in his book a case in which he started the prayers of liberation for a mild demonic possession of a middle-aged man. My stomach, I tell you, became instantly nauseated, and the ill feeling quickly spread to my head and the rest of my body. Uh, the demon was attacking me. I felt my whole being felt spiritually pummeled throughout the session. My goodness. Then there was the young woman who reached out to her, reached out to him after an upside-down cross appeared. At the same time, her father was receiving snarky text messages from demons. The text messages were a typical demon rant, Stephen recalls. Such things as, she belongs to us. All right, now this is where I draw the line here. Am I supposed to believe the demons were te- text messaging the possessed woman's father saying she belongs to us? I don't think I can get on, on board. I was, up, I was on board until this part, Stephen. <laughs> until you said the demons were text messaging. I don't think the demons have cell phones smartphones verizon whatever i just don't think it's my network it can't even work if i go into the basement like you think it's going to work from the other side stephen anyways do you guys believe in exorcisms there's something going on there i've watched some youtube videos of exorcisms and something is happening i can't put my finger on it it's it's weird it's not normal the person's suffering from something i don't know what it is clearly and in the videos I've watched at least the priest seems to bring some sort of relief but I don't know what that is either I mean maybe they just got gas and then (laughs) that's silly but I don't know do you guys believe in this stuff call the show (laughs) 646-450-2012 Hi, my friends and loyal listeners. Thanks for joining me on a Tuesday for Weird AF News. Appreciate you. I took yesterday off. Uh, Pretty apparent. But it was a holiday weekend, guys. Fourth of July. Anybody in the U.S. of A.? Anybody have a great time over the weekend celebrating, watching fireworks, drinking some light beer? What were you doing? I want to know what you were doing. And what do you guys do in other countries when Fourth of July runs around? Do you just, like, make fun of the U.S. of A.? In, in your own little way. I'm curious. Fourth uh, of July is great. It's a good time. If you've never been to the United States, come around Fourth of July and just eat it up, man. It's a, it's a great long weekend of debauchery. You'll really enjoy it. I got, uh, oh, Kim from Canada got back on the Patreon. So um, I'm very grateful for, for Kim. Kim from Canada, she's like, she's tremendous. She wrote me a nice little email. And sent me an article too. She writes me a nice email, sends me an article, and joins the Patreon. It's like unbelievable, Kim. I just can't speak enough of you and your are just amazing qualities. My Canadian listeners, man, you guys are just crushing it in life. Just, is everybody really just truly happy up there? Is it? Are the rumors true? I want to know. Seems like a wonderland up there. I'd like to just get up there. Maybe I'll just retire up there. Will you guys have? You guys allow Americans to retire up there? I'm curious. No, they drink all our beer. No, I promise I won't drink your beer, man. I won't drink all your beer. and I will smoke all your weed, though. I, I promise you that. Canada. Canada's got the weed now, man. Isn't it legal up there? I believe so. So, you guys are just kind of walking in step with the U.S. of A. as we legalize it. Good job, guys. Good job, Canada. Uh, I'm, well, I'm really on a rant here. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, well, if you guys would like to join the Patreon like Kim from Canada did, you can go to Patreon.com slash Weird AF News or go to weird AF News. Yeah, that's my official website. Cause I'm a professional. Yeah, what kind of professional records in a closet? Never you mind. It's none of your beeswax, all right? I record in a closet because I'm short. I can pull it off. <laughs> What else did I want to say? I got some phone calls from over the weekend, so I'm going to publish some phone calls. And you guys can call the show as well if you'd like to say hi. 646-450-2012. Much love, much love. We'll see you tomorrow.
2: Hey, Jonesy. I just wanted to comment about the Foreskin Meth Florida Man, and I have to say, you were kind of on a roll with those jokes. I was literally, like, laughing out loud. This is not something I usually do. Um, thanks for that. Have a great day. Hey Jonesy, it's Michael calling from Iowa City. I hope you had a happy Fourth of July weekend and that you didn't uh overdo the festivities. Um, hope that you are safe and sound and that you survived the weekend. I'm calling in regard to the Dill Pickles in Texas theater story. I related that to my mother, uh, who's 85, and because it reminded me of something that she told me several years ago, that uh, when she was young and would go to the movie theater with her brother, they would walk three miles to the movie theater to watch movies on the weekend, that they would stop at the grocery store on the way to the movie theater and buy a jar of dill pickles for a quarter. And they would had saved their money to go to the theater. And she was about 10 years old. So this would be about 1946 or something she was about 10 years old her brother was 12 and they would cost a quarter to get into the movie theater and um they would go in with their jar of pickles and you know sometimes they would be asked what was in their bag and they said they had to stop and buy a jar of pickles for their mom and it was for for you know to have at the for dinner or whatever you know but they would eat them inside the theater they would buy popcorn too and the uh they couldn't afford to buy a drink but they would eat the popcorn and the pickles were juicy so that's how they were able to eat the popcorn and uh not buy a soda but um I just thought that that was hilarious when I heard your story and it remembered that. And so I told my mom about the the story you did on Weird AF News, and she got a kick out of that. So anyway, uh, it isn't just down in Texas that they did dough pickles and and popcorn. But anyway, she said that the theaters were air-conditioned, and so that was a good place to go in the hot summer. And that they'd be in there for hours because, you know, they would show cartoons and and then the newsreels, and then um, the movies, and then the pickle juice would kind of cool down while they were in there, and then they would drink that on the way home afterwards on their three-mile walk home uh, after the the movies because it had cooled down a little bit, and it would cool off their walk on the way home. So anyway, just a nice story, and uh, Mom did get a kick out of that. So anyhow, everyone take care. Be safe. Bye-bye.
1: Yay. Oh, hello, Jonesy. It's the state of Florida calling. I heard the story you did about Shaft Ben Adams and his uncircumcised penis. Yes, he's hiding rock cocaine in his foreskin. Now, Jonesy, are you trying to tell us something about yourself? You said, I wish that I all crystal meth instead of rock cocaine because it's Florida. it could be anything and if it's shaft bang atoms well you know someone's gonna bang that shaft Woo-hoo-hoo!